Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the uh, beautiful rat-tailed Michael Johnson. It's a mohawk. Oh, it's a mohawk, everyone. Yeah, it just kind of comes down into a braid in the back like he's Ewan McGregor in uh, Star Wars Episode One. Oh, yeah. He's, but he's the chosen one! No, he wasn't. He was the babysitter of the chosen one. You were supposed to bring balance to the force! And he was also kind of the substitute teacher. Learn from this. I like Qui-Gon Jinn from that movie. Uh, was, who's that? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Crazy to imagine. I imagine... Like 2000, when when uh, when George Lucas hired no 1998 when he hired all these people, like Samuel Jackson, Liam Neeson, fucking um, the the guy that you mentioned earlier. Oh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, he he wasn't that big yet. I think he was kind of. He getting, was pretty darn big. He was pretty big. Yeah. Okay. The the, you one, had him. At, the only one a, who wasn't was Hayden Christensen, and he wasn't even involved till the second movie. Yeah. Because he's grown up. Luke. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And oh, then, and um, Natalie Portman was yeah, in the Yeah, Natalie movie. Portman was in there. You had a whole plethora of just stars of the time. You really did. Actually, the fun, the, my favorite fact about that movie is that uh, when Natalie Portman and the other actress who was playing her oh, like body, double, body double, yeah. when they were both in full makeup, Natalie's mother could not tell the difference. Wow. That's a pretty cool. If you if you were wondering if you're going to learn anything from today's episode, uh, you're welcome. You just took something away. No, but it's but it's weird, that's right? Not that's not no that's not what you should take away from this episode. Like, I was just but, saying that. Uh, okay, episode one is maybe the biggest star bomb that's ever existed, right? Because you take like thirty stars, you, you put them into a movie. And like it just bombs. Mentally incompetent. Like, like, do you have like a chemical imbalance? It's, it's a that bad stops movie. You from like thinking correctly, because it's a bad you, movie. Did you? It not, made money, but it was a bad movie. But did you not see the insane amounts of uh, A-list actors in this weird little uh, art house film called fucking Avengers Endgame? That wasn't a bomb. Everybody loved that movie. Yeah, but the biggest oh star bomb. No, yeah, it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie, but it made a shit ton of money. Yeah, but that doesn't really count in the that long run. That totally counts in the long run. No, it, that it definitely does not count. Like you don't watch like okay, Gone with the Wind, and you're like, you know, this made the most amount of money before any mo- any movie made any money. That's false. Gone with the Wind fucking failed in theaters. No, you're you're it retarded. It became bigger three years afterwards. Gone with the Wind was the largest bo- blockbuster to ever happen. To like, it, they still think that it could be number one if you adjust it for inflation. No, because they adjust every they adjust everything for inflation. No, the they, reason, they definitely the reason that it would not have ever even come close to eclipsing number one. I think it was also it was in the movie theaters for like five years. You're right. Even but adjusted, that's the reason what makes it last so long well so the reason that it would never get number one even if you adjusted it for inflation spider-man god damn it do you even want to fucking know this or no because i don't think you do because it was spider-man no spider-man because of the fucking releases dude it was released in what 15 theaters while avengers endgame is released in seven hundred thousand theaters it's just when you adjust they have more opportunity to sell tickets there were a fuckload of theaters back in 1940 1936 okay i'm just gonna drop this topic otherwise i'm gonna take this little uh, scorpion that's crawling across the table and just like jab your eyes out with it 
I want to get on to what we're here to fucking talk about, okay, sir? Okay, sir? Movie sales. You imbecile. <laughs> we're here to talk about Donald Trump's kids. Oh, great. Because we learned Part about him. Of, of history of Trump. Yeah, we learned about his grand, his great-grandfather. Oh, uh, grandfather. Oh, just his grandfather. Mm-hmm. Frederick. How he, how Frederick made through the passage to America from Germany. Twice. Yeah. Fucked, uh, fucked around. Became a millionaire or something. Mm, not really. Moved his hotel down the river. <laughs> yeah, he did. He Well, he pushed it down the hill and then put it on a barge and then tried to sail it down the river. And but... then it just broke apart and he's like, yeah, the pieces are still good. They're just a little wet. If yeah. anything, they're better now. They're clean. Dry them out. Slap them up. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, so um, the thing is that we're, we're going to have to take a little bit of time to talk about his children because nobody, a lot of them. nobody really knows that much about any of them. Well, right? that's why you're here. This is why you, you research. Your brain is full. You have an 18-page document in front of you. That's false. About just one of these kids. Yeah, we actually, we will only have time this episode to talk about Don Jr., Hey, I'm the Don, Don Jr. Who is the oldest son, the heir apparent to uh, the entire Trump family organization? Not necessarily, because we learned from uh, the past generation, kind of when, you, when you're a Trump and you give a junior to a name, kind of a fuck up. Is this, you never uh, know. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you know if this is quite the same, or are you going well, to learn this in the episode? Well, so I'm not going to tell you... Every fucking bit of information. Hey guys, at minute three of the podcast, let me tell you everything you're about to learn. That's going to so be you crazy if you, could, if you could, if you could do that. I can, and I'm not like going before, to before we record it. I feel like I feel I feel like I'm working with a child sometimes, but like the child has the sensibility of like Michael Jackson's pet Bobo. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I feel the same way a lot of times. Yeah, like I. Uh, Dude, stop eating ticks out of your fucking beard. I am hungry. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a good snack and some good protein, but it's kind of gross. All right, either way, either way, either way. So, <laughs> so Donald Trump was very determined to have a large family. Oh. He was quoted saying that he wanted to have five children. I want to have five children, like in my own family, because mm-hmm. with five, then I will know that one will be guaranteed to turn out like me. A fucking loser? <laughs> Well, he's president. And so uh, he actually supposedly uh, gave Ivana, his first his first uh, wife, who birthed three children for him. Nice. Don Jr., Ivanka, and then Eric. He gave her $250,000 per child that she birthed for him. Why? Because he wanted to have five kids, and that was a way to incentivize her to do it. <laughs> I mean, she was a Czechoslovakian a weird... model. But that's like a weird proposal. Isn't it? Yeah. Like I that's, mean, a lot that's of things about Donald Trump thing. are very weird. You have That's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard, though. Well, just wait till we get to the end of the episode. That's not even strange. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm already weirded out. So, Donald Trump Jr., born uh, New Year's Eve, so December 31st, 1977. Oh, he looks remarkably similar to Donald's oldest oldest brother, Freddie, who died in uh, the 80s of yeah. alcohol poisoning. The first junior. Yeah, that was Fred Jr. Um, and it turns out he, he didn't even want to name his firstborn Donald Jr. He mm-hmm. didn't want to have a junior. 
Smart move. He was quoted in uh, Ivana's memoir, which is called Raising Trump. He said <laughs> about naming him Don Jr. He goes, you can't do that. What if he's a loser? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what if that one's not the one that succeeds? Exactly. So <laughs> I, don't make want, me, it's gonna, I don't want my namesake being attached to a it's, loser. It's going to have a lot of egg on my face. <laughs> what do you want to call him? Shithead? Probably. Like, uh, my Probably first was like board. kid number one. <laughs> and whoever whoever did the best eventually became named. Yeah. Child, come. That's like, um, what is it, the Umbrella Academy? Where they're all oh, numbers? Seen any of that. They're all numbers. Oh, okay. They don't have names. Oh, it reminds me of the movie Seven. Yeah, yeah. kind of. All, like, all those puppets. people had names. <laughs> no, all the little puppets were numbered. Yeah. That was their name. Oh. I feel like you've seen this movie like 19 times. I have. It's a pretty gross movie. I don't I don't really remember that part though. That's fair. Well, so um Donald Trump Jr. goes by Don, um, and he's really like nothing like his dad. He loves to hunt uh, mm. because when he was a kid, he spent a lot of time uh in the summer with his mom Ivana's father, this man Milos. Oh, so his grandfather. So his ma- his maternal grandfather, Milos, okay. he would spend the summers in it with him in Czechoslovakia. Oh, and all they do is hunt over there. They were learning how to horseback ride and hunt and fish, and it was all outdoorsy. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, So Don liked to wear camo because his dad was always in a suit. <laughs> and, um, I mean, growing up, daddy, daddy wasn't home. Daddy wasn't there. Daddy was mean in the news, and daddy cheated on mommy and oh. left her. Oh, so he's kind of bitter towards his father. Well, so there's a quote from him at 12 years old. He said, how can you say you love us? You don't love us. You don't even love yourself. You just love your money. Wow. And, That's uh, very fucking accurate to how people describe him. And it's crazy is that uh, Trump's mother even said when the divorce went through, he said, she said, what kind of a son have I created? <laughs> oh, God. So when he was growing up, uh, <laughs> Trump would call his son Donnie. Oh, instead of Donald because he said, hates him. Or, or Junior. I called oh, him Donnie. Oh, no. It's a weird name. And Don has grown up to say that he, he said that is a name that he hates. <laughs> oh. Uh, now, you know, it makes sense why he would because when he was 12, literally on the day before his 12th birthday. So December 30th. Yeah. In Aspen, Colorado. Marla, Trump's mistress, mm-hmm. met Ivana and said nine famous words. She said, I'm Marla, and I love your husband. Oh. Do you? Wow, that's an awkward situation to be in. Well, yeah, I mean, was, Trump, Trump kind of brought it on himself. He took both of them skiing the same a, weekend, <laughs> same mountain. What is this, a fucking sitcom? Ba- basically, <laughs> basically <laughs> he's like he like did like every 80s movie trope. He's just like on a ski trip, and he's the villain in this movie. Oh, I know. And <laughs> he's he's the Biff Tan. You know, Biff was actually designed after Donald Trump, and he become president in the second. Um, he did second uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, by bullying and yelling at everyone. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Everyone well, predicted like if anyone's surprised that Trump is president, like there was like thirteen predictions. Like yeah, every Jason movie. <laughs> Trump wasn't president in Jason. No, but, the 13th? but I thought that Jason Voorhees was supposed to be Donald Trump in the way that he lumbers around. 
in the woods and just, just kills like, kids. Uh, doesn't even talk that much. That's where they differentiate. Right. If if Jason was just a chatterbox in Friday the 13th. That's why he has the mask on. Yeah. Oh. So his mouth shut. Like Deadpool. I guess. Yeah. In yeah. in in, uh, or, in origins. Yeah. In Wolverine. Well, so Don Don jokes about the way that he was birthed. He was quoting. He goes. I like to joke that my dad wanted to be able to claim me as a dependent for his taxes for 1977. So he told... Wow, that makes sense. So he told my mom she had to have me before midnight, and if she didn't, he'd make her take a cab home. This is probably true. That's a quote that he told to Forbes. Uh, And actually, Ivana wrote in her book that the labor was actually induced by doctors. Oh, my God. It's all true. And Don wasn't wrong about that joke. The evening that he was born, little Don was left by his parents in the care of the hospital nursery when his father headed home to celebrate New Year's Eve, and Ivana put a boa and a mink over her hospital gown and went to visit a girlfriend recovering from back surgery on another floor of the hospital. (laughs) It's like... Oh, two, two pound, two ounces. Would you like to hold them? Nah, we got to get going. I got to go to the party. She's yeah. got to go visit a friend. She just put show, the, just show some face. Just put it in the box over there or whatever. It'll be fine. There's never going to be like any emotional scars from this. No, no. What? what, so like, what? He's just going to be a glass box baby. <laughs> I saw a bubble boy. He turned out fine. Yeah. Nothing like <laughs> emotional stunt right when you're born. And the thing is, well, Don, Don was a little bit unlucky. To say the least, already. Yeah. Well, he he had a bunch of nannies and caregivers growing up because his parents weren't around. Yeah, no. Like, uh, and that his makes first sense. nanny, when he was under her watch, he actually broke both of his legs and nearly drowned. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How the fuck did that happen? I don't even know. They didn't. They never went into detail. It wasn't in the pool, you think, or like the bathtub? I mean, he probably tried to like jump off the roof into the pool. Right. Yeah. Because that that's something that you would do. I would do that. Right. I would def I would definitely do that. That <laughs> would, and you're oh man, this is this is sad. Like I can just see him alone at twelve, just jumping. Like hey everybody, hey, and he's talking hey, to all of his like hey, stuffed watch this, animals. Watch this and like his his caregivers just like doing a shit ton of cocaine that she found in Donald's <laughs> in Donald's like wardrobe. Just like just, I hate. I'm watching. I hate the Be safe. Oh my god, that's I, some good shit. I hate the theater. Oh Donnie, are you okay? <laughs> oh shit! Okay, let me go get him. Ooh, was she fired? <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, um, that sucks. Well, yeah, they went through a bunch of different nannies, and uh, Ivana, who was still kind of active in her three children's life, mm-hmm. she said, uh, "You know, Don got into trouble more um, uh, with me more often than the other kids, probably because he was the oldest, and uh, really largely absent from uh, all of his childhood tales is his father." Yeah. His um, daddy wasn't there mm-hmm. to change my underwear, <laughs> to comb my pubic hair. That's daddy. What kind wasn't of relationship there. did you have with your father? Well, my daddy wasn't there. Oh, okay, good. That's why you think he would comb your pubic hair? That's disgusting. So, someone's got to straighten it out. It's all curly. Well, so Ivana was on the uh, the Wendy Williams show and was quoted saying she goes about talking about Trump. She said he would love them, but he did not know how to speak to them in a way of in the way the children's way of thinking. Right. He was able to speak to them only when they came uh, back from university, when he was eventually able to speak business to them. Ah. Otherwise, he didn't really know how to handle the kids. Uh, the children didn't know how to relate to him either. 
This is a this is a tough tough family life. But some of the paternal lessons have stuck with Don, who, uh, you know, tried to get any kind of wisdom from his dad. Mm -hmm. For instance, a key Trump mantra, according to Ivana and Don, neither of whom agreed to be interviewed for the for the story I was quoting for this. Wendy Williams was uh, don't trust anyone. That's a good that's good. That's a good fucking quote for anything. Yeah. But here's the crazy part. Trump would then test his children. Oh, if would, they trust him? He'd say, do you trust me, your own father? And Don once recalled, we'd say, of course we do. And he'd say, Wrong. what did I just tell you? You <laughs> didn't take the lesson. It was certainly an uh, interesting Trump moment. That's like fucking manipulation up the wazoo, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Don went on to say, he goes, because it's not something you'd see any conventional parent-child conversation like go that way. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Not fully understanding the concept of what trust was. What is trust? To oh, Trump? now now they don't know. <laughs> and no, when, nothing like wrong about nothing that's gonna make you into a bitter asshole with that, right? And the Just funny thing is that growing like, up wrong. Well, and this all happened before they got divorced, which they got divorced when Don was twelve, Ivanka was like eight, and Eric was like five. Oh man, that's rough. And so those are was, rough years. Well, yeah, imagine Donald's doing that to a 10-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 4-year-old. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Do you trust me? I'm your daddy. I love you. And they're like, yeah, we do. We love We trust you, daddy. He's like, what the fuck is What that? the fuck did I just tell you? Right? Back in the cupboard you go. Get back in your cage. But, so when mommy and daddy split up. Oh, jeez, why are you making this voice? What? I, I love calling them mommy and daddy because it's Don. Oh. It's little Don. Oh, yeah. We're, this He's is the 12. point of view of Don, yeah. Well, he's so Ivana said that he was the only one who was old enough to hear handle hearing the truth about what happened. Yeah, Daddy's he a, was twelve years old. So he Daddy's was a pig. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think even like a thirty year old is old enough to hear like what. Okay, sweetie, you gotta sit down. I'm gonna tell you something, and I think okay. you're old enough to Where, hear this. Where's Daddy? Well, so so your father and I, Daddy and I, have a, a little bit of troubles. Oh, what happened? It turns out that he has been hiding a woman that he has been uh, cheating on me with what on a mean? private yacht and bouncing what? her around to different houses oh. over the past year and a half. Is this some type of sitcom situation? And um, so we're going to be. Getting a divorce. What? No. And I hope you what don't. What does that mean? Uh, feel bad about it. I Remember, d- it's not your fault. Oh. Neither of us really care that much about you. Oh. Well, so and that's the thing is, so, I'm junior though. Well, after they split up, Don didn't speak to Donald. Okay, he's like, I'm not talking to my dad. Yep. I hate him. I'm not talking to him. Not going to answer his calls. I don't know what divorce means, but my parents are doing it. Well, no, he was like, he was old enough to understand what the fuck divorce was. I don't Come know. On. How old is a twelve year old? I don't know. Twelve years old. Like how? Are you that stupid? Like you just ask what how is it? Old? Like seventh grade? Yeah, like sixth, seventh grade. I know a lot of people. Who, even if your parents got divorced in like fucking third grade, you understand it. I didn't get it. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> Okay, well, so what did Trump do? He used little Don as leverage in the divorce. Of course you do, because that's Say- what every pathetic asshole does with their kids when they get a divorce. Yeah, well, he said he was like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to keep Don, and I'll raise him myself. He's like, I hate you, and I love mom, and I love grandpa. Mm-hmm. Not your dad. 
And the funny thing is that Ivana responded with, okay, keep him. <laughs> I have two other kids to raise. Wow. This is insane. This is Wasp the movie, but real life. Well, and then soon after they got divorced, Milos died. Oh, man. That was like Donnie's favorite person in the world. Yeah. Now Don actually wrote a section of Ivana's book. He said, being in Czechoslovakia with my grandfather was the most memorable time in my life. Yeah. My grandpa would say, there's the woods. See you dark. He taught me how to fish, rock climb, camp, shoot with a bow and, uh, with a bow and an air rifle. Czechoslovakian summers were my introduction to the great outdoors and an era that lives in me that I hand down to my children. I miss him. I will always miss him. That's sad. It is. Well, because Milos was really like the only father he really had growing up. Well, it was his only family member, really. His mom yeah, they, didn't give a shit. His dad didn't give a shit. His sister probably was like a sociopath, like cutting up. Just <laughs> cutting dolls' cutting. hair and then yeah. being confused why they didn't grow back. Or just like killing all the rabbits. I can definitely see her like in her room just like slicing up rabbits. Like, <laughs> Mommy, look what I made. Oh, my God. Here's a present. Spits a dead bird on the bed. <laughs> just Ivanka, a, just no. a bird head. Yeah. Well, so. Uh, heredity. Don doesn't really know how to feel pain. Like most all Trumps, they just kind of get angry. Like most sociopaths. And his, uh, and, and little Don got to experience a lot of loss at the, at one time. Oh my God. So, so it's the divorce. Grandpa died. What else happened? Well, so, okay. Yeah. So he got divorced. His parents got divorced. He, he lost all respect for his father. Yeah. His grandfather died. And oh. to top it off, Don went over to his mom's house in Greenwich and found, uh, one of his nannies, Bridget passed out in the basement and he was still like 12 at this time. So he calls any adult and calls an ambulance and she actually died before she can get to the hospital. What the fuck? Yeah. What was that? What happened? She, just, I think she had a heart attack. Oh, it wasn't anything like <laughs> insidious. I don't, that's weird. But yeah, he found her in the basement and was like, fuck what Bridget? No, I feel, I think like Trump killed her. Maybe <laughs> tried to like blame his ex-wife. Like <laughs> she's a murderer. Check the basement. <laughs> Ivana's like, I have a basement? <laughs> How does the Greenwich house have a basement? We're on a barrier island. Whatever. Well, so Ivana... Yeah, that is interesting. Ivana did remarry. Oh. And her new husband's son would, quote, rough up and choke Don. Like sexually? No, just like beat the shit out of him, <laughs> like choke him till he almost passes out. And on top Ooh. of that, his mother... Who's basically the fucking female Donald Trump? Told the tabloids when uh, Don. My son's a pussy. Well, no. When Don Don got a got his first date, he got up the nerve to ask oh. out a girl when he was 15 years old. Whoa! And his mom runs off to the tabloids and says, uh, "My son's not gay." No, she. This is a quote. She said that she uh, armed her son with condoms, <laughs> and that he was ready to take on the world. I'm like, oh my god! Jesus Christ! Well, and so that's the thing. The, the, the date canceled, obviously. Yeah, no, I would cancel too. <laughs> like, wait, what? He's got a, a handful of condoms. <laughs> well, any, any, any more than like two for a fifteen-year-old is like asking too much. Well, or imagine that your family's sitting at the fucking dinner table, or the breakfast table, and your your mother's like, "Hey, honey, what was the name of that little of that boy that you're going on a date with?" 
Uh, Donnie Jr. Trump? Oh, no! Well, well that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, why, 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 Mommy? Well, his mother just put out an article saying that he intends to have sex with you. A lot. Yeah, like, uh, and he's ready with condoms. A whole, so no, a whole my daughter's not becoming a floozy. Not in this uh, economy. <laughs> Ivana actually wrote, poor Don. He really gets the brunt of everything. Jesus. No wonder Don uh, likes to go to the woods and escape from everything. Man, I would too. Like, this sucks. Right? Like, that would be, like, like imagine how embarrassing it is, right? Your first time going to the store buying condoms when you're... 15, 16, whatever. Yeah, whatever. you always are like worried that you're going to see someone you know. <laughs> Imagine Ooh. seeing on the fucking newsstand. News. <laughs> your mom's saying, I got him a bunch of condoms. That's like your mom holding like a, like a fucking 36 pack of condoms <laughs> with like a little bubble of your face like on like the, from, from the yearbook <laughs> of your soccer photo is like, what? That's awesome. Mom? Jeez. Oh. I don't know. Like, uh, like, there's two ways you can look at that, right? Embarrassing to all hell. Fifteen, like it ruined your life, but she held up a box of magnums. Ooh. Yeah, might be bitches lined up around the block in a few years. He's hung like daddy. <laughs> oh, that's not a compliment. No, it's probably not. Yeah, from what we've heard. But so, obviously, when he finally could escape, at. 18. Mm-hmm. He went out to uh, University of Pennsylvania. Oh, what a prestigious university. Well, it's the, he went to the Wharton Business School, same business school his dad went to. Uh, Why would you still do that? <laughs> That's Because like, at some point he still wants hate... to make his father proud. Oh, God. He has it's... the guy's last name, and yeah, the dude and puts his, his first last name. name everywhere. He has his first and his last name, technically. Uh, but... That would just piss me off. Well, people noted that he very quickly tried to distance himself from the Trump family name. Uh, a freshman year friend, this guy Dan Friedman, remembers a strange conversation on that theme. Friedman said that uh, one day he and Don were sitting in a dining hall, and Friedman jokingly warned him to watch out for gold digger types <laughs> who would try and take advantage of him. And he said, what? Don't what, worry, what do I have a box of condoms. Yeah, he said, what do you mean? I, I don't know what you're talking about. And, and Freeman thought that, you know, he's just playing dumb. Uh, and he was clear that he knew what he was talking about, but he didn't he didn't go as far as to deny his identity, but he was very clear that he wanted to downplay it. No idea what you're talking about. Because your father's Donald Trump. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't have a father. Yeah, my, my father died years he ago. Was, he died in, in Czechoslovakia. Well, so when, when uh, his dad came to campus to make a speech, Don actually refused to go and see him. <laughs> Oh, that would be sad. And here's my son right there, and it's just like a spotlight to an empty seat. And he's just like, oh. Well, it's really funny because, uh, so the quote is, Don, Don's dad came to campus to give a speech, and he refused to go because he was mad at his dad over divorcing his mom. Jeez, what a prima donna. However, the Trump camp disputes this classmate's recollection, claiming that Don was seated in the front row. Mm, and like a good American. So Don's anger expressed him is, itself in other ways as well. He had a reputation to be kind of a guy who would get uh, get to drinking and start fights. He was a fall-down drunk, which is starting to sound more and more like Freddie. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely the, uh, the junior Trump legacy. Yeah. Just miserable and... Trying to drink yourself a, to death. 
if Trump didn't become president, he'd probably be a janitor right by now. Well, so when Fred Trump died, yeah. uh, friends of Don recalled that a few of us went to the wake with him. I just remember uh, how peculiar the vibe was. It was the only time I had met his dad, and it had just been like a car- like a cocktail party vibe. It was just odd. And the Trump camp also disputes this, claiming that Don did not bring any friends to his grandfather's wake. Mm-hmm. And so when he graduated, Don actually ran away to Aspen, basically. He was there for a year and a half doing what he loves most. Skiing hunting, and hunting. Fishing and avoiding what he felt is the inevitable. His father. Working for his father. Yeah. But like how much, like how does that work? Like if you have a wealthy father, you think he gave him a bunch of money? Like you'd have like the company debit card? No, not the until family. he was working with the company. Oh, jeez. Well, because I know that guy who's like stupidly well connected down in Alabama, and like his parents basically own and run the town. Yeah. All of his family are like State Farm agents and bullshit like that. But like, he was the black sheep of the family. Didn't want to go into the State Farm family business. Didn't want to go into politics. And so they, like, cut him off and... That's the worst. Stop talking to him and that kind of shit. That's awful. Because, like, you don't have any family support unless you work for the family. And it, it will... And this quote from Don, from Don makes sense. He said, it's very hard to veer from that track. She was talking about working for Working the for his firm. father, yeah. Uh, very quickly, uh, his job became... Literally doing whatever chore was in the office that needed doing. <laughs> janitor? Um, no, not a janitor, no! No, no, no. He, uh, you know, uh, they said Don, like most of the people, gets assigned a project and winds up overseeing it, all the various aspects from construction, marketing, and design. Oh, that's like the most bullshit answer I've ever heard. Yes, yeah, literally. Like, he does, uh, you he, know. He, he touches it every now and then. Yeah, he's the final step after it's all been done. But I, I honestly kind of feel bad for Don. No, I do too. This sounds awful. Yeah, he was hated by he was hated growing up by his own parents. He hated himself well, for being I don't born they, into that family. Well, yeah, I don't think his family hated him. I don't think like they, just the, didn't, they the didn't think of him as a person. Yeah, the gray of life is definitely <laughs> the saddest. Like if you're loved or hated, at least there's something. There's like an emotion there. But the gray, like, yeah, he exists. <laughs> like, well, and the, and the problem is that uh, the thing that really makes me feel bad for him is that uh, he he goes and he does reluctantly starts working for the family's bu- oh, for the family business. Man. He just he wanted to do anything but that. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do any. Like he wanted to be- bump, become like a park ranger. He wanted to become like Ted Kaczynski man. before that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just starts mailing fucking bombs. Hey, I mean, you probably know, get away a different with Trump it. supporter did it later, so it makes sense. Ch- where's his white van with Jesus and Trump all over it? But so, uh, <laughs> so he starts working for the family business at 23 years old. Oh God! And not even a full two years later, this happened. So Don went to see Chris Rock at Manhattan's Comedy Cellar. Okay. He got a little drunk. Sources later told the New York Post that quote. People at neighboring tables thought Trump was reacting too enthusiastically to Chris Rock's ethnic humor. Three couples said they asked Don to pipe down and that he refused. Finally, finally, two young men his age took matters into their own hands. The matters 
being their beer steins, oh, which they lobbed directly at Don's triangular uh, triangular brown mane, so his head. Uh, and Who Don, wrote this? Is this a New Trump, Yorker? Yeah, New Yorker. Okay. Uh, Don was actually taken to St. Vincent's to have his head stitched up. And then For they, laughing at Chris Rock? Chris Rock is hilarious. Yeah. Like, I laugh at Chris Rock. And that's the thing. Is it's only two years into him working for his dad, and people and everybody hate already him hate so him. much and think <laughs> that he's such an asshole. They fucking threw beer steins at his head for laughing at a Chris Rock show. <laughs> They're like, hey, I know that you're not saying it, but he's saying it. And, and you can't find it And funny. you can't find it funny because you don't know, rich boy. It's like, What'd hey. you do, pay for this ticket just like me? What did you come here to enjoy things? Fuck you. Right? <laughs> Throw a mug at your face. I was like, God damn, that sucks. Man, this sucks. Is like he tried everything to not work for his father. Then he got then he fucking pretty much had to work for him. And now everybody hates him because he works for him. And it's like, I didn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck you. Beer yeah. mug. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Don, I know I've I brought it up, but Don really loves hunting. I yeah, I, I, it's very obvious. So his he has a hunting buddy, this guy Robert O'Neill. Oh God! Who Robert O'Neill is the man who claims to be the one who was the first into Bin Laden's cave and shot Bin Laden. Oh, he's a he's a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> of people and of animals. Of the wildest game. <laughs> uh, terrorist that man, t- the world's two, wildest game. The most dangerous of man, <laughs> from two miles away from a Israeli uh, or some base. Yeah, he was he was right nearby. Yeah, it was like down the street. <laughs> but um, O'Neill actually was quoted after one of the more recent times that they went hunting. He said, "I was really impressed with his knowledge of ballistics and harvesting animals. I was a sniper in the seals, and he pretty much knew about uh, knew what I knew about ballistics." And uh, his dad has said, "We need to reopen that that uh, dead maid." Yeah, right. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, his dad has said, "I'm not a believer in hunting." I'm surprised they like it <laughs> when he was talking about Don and Eric. Oh. And the thing is that he, Don hasn't done that much in his life to make daddy love him. No, like he, he, it almost seems like he's done things to be quite the opposite. Well, one of the Trump advisors, uh, one of the former Trump advisors said, I think Don gets it a lot. Everyone talks about Ivanka, but Don has a lot of pressure on him. Everyone wants approval, approval from their father especially if their father is Trump. He has a special place in his heart for Ivanka, but Don is the eldest son. He's named after him. Yeah, He's doing the nitty-gritty on the real estate. He's got a lot of responsibility, and Trump is tough on everyone. He's the alpha male. He sees his son as somebody he has to groom. What is, where did you get this article from? Breitbart? That? No, that was a quote from one of Trump's advisors. Oh, my God. Talking about his children. Jesus Christ. Uh, and so when, when Trump actually was campaigning in Iowa, he joked, Don, you can finally do something for me. I know. I you remember You can go that. hunting. I remember, I, remember I remember hearing about that, and I was just like, whoa. Right? This guy's an asshole. Could you imagine? Hey, You're uh, almost 40 years old, and your dad's like, hey, you can finally do something good in your life. Go hunting and make it look like I like hunting too. Uh, thanks, Dad. I, I really miss Grandpa. <laughs> he was like the, the one person in my life that, that understood me. Well, and... And I hate you. <laughs> and here's the problem, right? Is that Don is very easily manipulated. 
Oh man, he's very easily manipulated. In two that by two thousand four, so three years after he was started working for his his dad, mm-hmm. he was calling himself a brat for hanging up on his father when he was in college. He was like, "Oh, I was such a brat." Mm. Uh, he also said. But when you're living with your mother, it's easy to be manipulated. You get one side perspective. And so he was manipulated by the other side as soon as he got with the other fucking side. Oh, man. And the thing is that he's slowly becoming exactly the thing he hates the most. Yeah, you can tell with his, like, current stuff. Yeah, his dad. He sounds more and more like his dad every day, and it's just like, whoa, what? Yeah. Where's Where's this boy that just wanted to hang out in the woods and shoot, kill deer? Where's this guy? Where's the serial killer? <laughs> well, so one of uh, one of the the close advisors, this guy uh, Nunberg, says, you know, Don Don also has a big personality. He's got that larger than life persona, like his father. He has a big, nice office on the twenty fifth floor, and you hear him beating the shit out of peep out of someone on the phone, just like his father. <laughs> and another source warned about uh, Don's quick temper. Hmm. So, now here's one little happy thing for Don. Okay. In 2003, he met the love of his life. It's a young model who had made headlines before for dating Leonardo DiCaprio and a Saudi prince named Vanessa Hayden. Oh. You don't date those Saudis. No. You just (laughs) become like a sex slave. Vanessa walked in front of me at this big fashion show. Donald Trump recalled on Oprah Winfrey's show in 2011. She looked so beautiful, I said, Don, that's the person you should marry. So there you go. Just like his father talking to himself in the third person and telling himself what to do. Whoa, I zoned out there for a second. That wasn't his dad telling him that? That was was him. Saying that out loud? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, now he's like gone full um, retard. Well, the funny thing is that, well, Vanessa's recollection that night is a little bit different. Uh, Like most things in the Trump imagination i imagine it's it's honestly much better oh okay so vanessa remembers that night for a distinct reason that donald introduced don jr to her two separate times over the course of the night and didn't remember that he had done it before (laughs) and when she ran into don jr was into don a few weeks later she remembered him as quote the one with the retarded dad. <laughs> <laughs> she met Trump on one fucking day, and a few weeks later, she's like, "Hey, hey, that's you're the one who has the fucking retarded dad, right?" Oh yeah, that Trump. dipshit who kept introducing you to me. Yeah, you know it happens. Oh, how are you? I'm all right. How's your dad? Has he figured out doorknobs yet? Mm, kind of a struggle. How about light switches? Ooh. Only if they're flippers. Okay, good. But, uh, <laughs> and I mean. That's crazy. That's funny. Right? Yeah, that's, you, you never know what someone thinks of you, you know? like Until they're quoted in the newspaper telling <laughs> everyone. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, Mike, oh, wh- wh- who? Uh, you know, uh, Rat Tail. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy's crazy. He's a little retarded. Just a little. But um, I do want to note that, so Don was actually questioned in the Mueller investigation. Oh, we're, we're back to that? We're, we're already... Well, the, the thing is the timeline doesn't fully matter right now. Oh, okay. Because 
I'm always going to tell you what age he was and what time it was when this stuff was happening. But uh, the reason he was in, he was interviewed by Mueller was because Don, Jared Kushner, and Donald Trump uh, met the Russian agents in Trump Tower where they asked right. for dirt on Hillary. Yeah. And so when Don was questioned in the Mueller investigation, he was found to be, and this is a quote from the final findings of the Mueller investigation, that Donald Trump Jr. was too stupid to be malicious. <laughs> uh, that's Now, they, they broke this on the news as they... <laughs> As in, they they didn't know enough about the law to know they were breaking it. Yeah. But I love that in the actual government document, it says that he is too, too stupid, stupid to be malicious. That's um, that's that's an actual thing. I've heard I've heard that before. Uh, actually, I have like a personal story about that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you, but oh man, it's kind of fun. Like the Frank Reynolds thing from Always Sunny. Like he has donkey brains. Yeah. <laughs> like it's government government certified donkey <laughs> brains. <laughs> Well, so so the that Russian informant uh, was t- was asked about Don Don Jr. and he goes, uh, you know, maybe he's not an intellectual, but he tried to be useful for his family. It's just I feel bad for him, honestly. Now I'm thinking about it. Like that was the Russian informant. Yeah. He's being questioned by the FBI. He's like, honestly, I mean, that guy's kind of stupid. I feel kind of bad for him. He's trying real hard though. Good for him. Well, the informant took my bait. Informants are usually intelligent spies, aren't they? Like, yeah, like They're James like Bond trained people. Yeah, like you're you're trained in improv. <laughs> That's what most spy stuff is, right? Like improv, just it's like just yes, ending your way through a, a hit and a, and, a, and a burglary, not getting shot and killed. Like, Bullets uh, are flying. Yes, and yes, and but uh, can I get a suggestion from the audience? <laughs> <laughs> okay, ah! so run. I heard run. <laughs> but so another source actually said he's hustling and trying to do what he can to contribute, but without knowing where the lines are, he's sad. He's a sad and tragic figure. Wow. How, how apt. Yeah. Well, cause after the Mueller investigation, Vanessa filed for divorce. Oh, cause she finally understood that her husband has donkey brains. Maybe. She's but like, the thing I was, is, was suspicious about it, but now all this stuff is coming out. Maybe he does got donkey brains. Well, not even that. Well, so really, she she filed for divorce for a few other reasons. But once she did, the rumor started circulating that Don was back to the bottle. Oh, um, just like. <laughs> well, it's because the news was talking about a lot of his uh, dirty laundry. Now, it said that he kept Vanessa on a tight financial lease. And she actually claimed that there were huge money problems with her and Don. Like, they were very, very poor, and he never could hold on to money. And it also unearthed that he had an affair uh, with Aubrey O'Day, who is a TV personality. She's on, like, fucking random-ass shows, and she's on reality TV shows. She's a singer and a model and all that bullshit. But The comedian? No. Not the one that acts like a bitch? No. Okay. Um, I like that Aubrey. Do you think about Aubrey, Pla- Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza? Aubrey Plaza, yeah. Yeah, no, there's cool. Aubrey O'Day. Oh. Um, and actually, when the news broke, she went to Instagram and said, he's still searching for me and every other woman. Wow. The bitch. Just ruined a marriage. But, <laughs> listen, let's, well, let's, let's see what Don has to say about himself. Wow. Right? Wait, we're at... We're at <laughs> well, so, I want to see, you know, because I went to his Facebook page. <laughs> he has a Facebook page? Of course he does. He's a public figure. 
I don't understand why anyone would have a Facebook page. Well, and so I went to his bio, which from what I can tell was written in 2012. Okay. Mainly because it was noting that the uh, that there was like a specific season of The Apprentice that was going to be airing soon, and so I went back to when that aired. Oh. I uh, thought you were talking about like a Slayer album came out, and he was just like, dude, this new Slayer really speaking to me, man. Really enjoying Down With The Sickness. <laughs> oh, not 2012. Okay. But no, so he claims... Like, that he received a bachelor's degree in finance and real estate from the Wharton School of Finance at UPenn. He also claims that he is an innovator and a leader, and that he joined the Trump Organization in 2001 and initially started working at Trump Place, working on the West Side Yards redevelopment project, which mm-hmm. is the largest redevelopment project in the history of Manhattan. Um, he went on to lead the, park, uh, the Trump Park Avenue project. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was buying another hotel and renovating it in New York. And then in 2003, Don was supposedly overseeing the construction and development of Chicago's own shiny, tall river penis. (laughs) You mean Trump Tower? Yep. All at the same time with starting construction on Trump Tower in Vegas. Wow. Busy, busy, busy man. Oh, yeah. Now, from what I know, Trump Tower in Vegas, they actually had to stop building it because it was 2008 at the time they were still putting it up, and they had yeah. to sell off the majority of the apartments and the, and the units so they could fund the rest of the building. Um, kind of hit kind of hit a, hit a wall there. Well, that and also the penthouse apartment in Trump Tower has never been stayed in nor lived in since its uh, opening 16 years ago. Hey, um, you can go there today. Just again. Just go there. But just pretend like you have it. Now in in 2006, this is one of my favorite ones. In 2006, they said that they went to work on a 1400 uh four, yeah, 1400 acre golf course in Scotland. I because they didn't have enough fucking golf courses in Scotland already. No, it's the birthplace. <laughs> and so I actually I actually learned about this um a few years ago, back in uh back in 20 2017 when Mm -hmm. i was in australia i was watching a vice documentary called you've been trumped and it was actually about this exact ordeal and so um literally they wanted to build a golf course in scotland and on their website it still claims they did this they still claims that they built it and that it's up and running it's the most beautiful thing in scotland okay so trump went in and started trying to build this golf course mm-hmm. and they kept going over their their lines and basically just cutting into people's pr- private property and just blowing up the entire like side of a hill on their property and was like whoops oh well we'll just take that land and clean it up for you and we'll just own it and <laughs> what so, the fuck land grabbing mm-hmm. like what, so how were, is this possible so they were land grabbing and they also were destroying thousands of acres of protected natural land oh that had a lot God. of endangered animals. Um, like the Scottish wibble-wobber. Well, and so the Scottish people were, were protesting. They were suing him. They were doing everything they could. You uh, can't stop the Trump train, baby. And he kept ripping up the coastline. The coastline went from this, like gorgeous, you know, sandy beaches, like yeah. dunes, to it looking like a it's a goddamn golf quarry. Course. No, it, it wasn't even... They were just flattening the land to make a golf course. It looked like a goddamn quarry. Oh, my God. And the problem is that the press got so bad that they just pulled the project. 
and just left everything. <laughs> they tore up the land and they just left it. Just like Americans. <laughs> and that's why it was that's why it was called You've Been Trumped, is because that's like what he does. Yeah, he, he's pro- done he it a work. lot. He just yeah. bails. Look at look at the Taj casino, Mahal. yeah. Yeah. He just came in, ruined it. Hell, he was like, look eh, at, this isn't working. Look at El Paso. He went to El Paso to, you know, be and support the victims of the shooting. Yeah. But he still owes the city of El Paso over half a million dollars for the security for his rallies. To, oh. While he was campaigning, he still wow. hasn't paid them. So he owes them half over half a million dollars, and he went there. The mayor said, don't fucking come here. <laughs> And he goes there. Please don't come here. He goes to the hospital, and they say, which of the victims would want to meet the president? And they're all like, no. (laughs) And so they actually had to get victims who were already discharged to come back to the hospital to say hello to him. Uh, And then a cell phone video caught him gloating about the size of his crowds compared to Beto O'Rourke's inside the hospital. (laughs) What the fuck? And then he met the, 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 the child who was shot and survived yeah. and posed with him, giving a big smile and thumbs up. I saw that, yeah. So so he basically leaves everything shittier than he touches it. But oh, man. let's like keep America. going on Don, right? He's touching America right now. He's molesting America. <laughs> well, so Don's bio claims that it is a spectacular golf development on 1,400 acres of sand, dunes, and rolling bluffs. This stretch of stunning land with three miles of sugar sand coastline at Menia State, Aberdeenshire in the northeast part of Scotland will surely become one of the finest golf destinations in Europe. Trump International Golf Links Scotland will be comprised of two championship golf courses. Blah, fucking blah. None of this happened. Well, and so nowadays he keeps himself busy by posting right-wing memes on Facebook. I know, isn't that weird? Like he went, he took a to- total one eighty, right? He's just, and he's I, very active online, even though he's supposedly here is his here is his current role in, in the uh, Trump administration, in the Trump organization, right? He directs new project acquisitions and development for the Trump organization throughout the world, in areas from Eastern Europe to Southeast Asia the Middle East to South America, mainland China to the United States. In addition to new project acquisitions, Donald Trump, uh, sorry, Trump Jr. actively oversees the Trump organization's current and new property portfolio, which contains over 70 projects. He is involved in all aspects of his real estate development from deal evaluation analysis and pre-development planning to construction, branding, marketing, operations, sales, and leasing. So literally, supposedly, so he does the everything. Entire, yeah, he does every single every thing single in the entire thing. company. Yeah, all while posting Breitbart <laughs> memes the entire fucking day. This is a this is a sad story. Like, well, right? This is tragic to see a man that. Well, what gets even worse is the oh fact that God. uh, what happened now? Well, if you go to Trump.com, okay, I which will. is the the Trump Organization website, there they talk about the history of the organization. Mm-hmm. And actually, it claims that Donald Trump, not Don, did all of those things that Don claimed to have done in his bio. So wait, it's not even, I don't even know. Like, is I that? Mean, I don't know, because that's the thing is that he also said that he, like, they also claimed that Trump 
authored an autobiography called The Art of the Deal, which yeah. he literally didn't write at all. Yeah, it was uh, uh, ghostwritten by a guy. And that he turned over the management of the Trump organization to both Don and Eric, even though supposedly Ivanka has equal stake as the two of them, which doesn't make much sense. Wait, the equal, what two? Don and Eric are running the company. Oh, all three of them have equal shares? They That's what it was originally quoted as, and then later it was saying on the website that it was just Don and Eric. And the thing is that Ivanka can't have any interaction with the business, nor can Donald, because... they're politicians now. Yeah, because they're in the fucking White House. That's fucking nuts. Um, And he wrote a book! Wait, Donnie little, did? Little Don wrote a book! Autobiography, or like a... No. A, a, child, a children's book. No, it's a book that I actually want to get and read, because it oh. seems insane. It's called Triggered, <laughs> which claims to... Now, this is a quote <laughs> from, from the book. Oh, God. Expose all the tricks that the left used to smear conservatives and push them out of the public square. From online shadow banning to fake accusations of hate speech. No topic is spared from political correctness. This book, this is the book that the leftist elites don't want you to read. Man, I actually would, I would probably read that too, right? but it's written by Donnie Trump. I know, I know. I just want to see if it was <laughs> written in crayon. Like if it was written by... Um, Somebody else. Yeah. Anybody else. Summer. Roger Stone. Yeah. But so, uh, and the thing is that friends of Don, they say they don't even recognize him anymore. No, like in this in this one episode, we've seen two different people. Yeah. Well, cause I like the younger version. Me too. He's become a mouthpiece for his dad. But why though? So one of his friends from college was uh, said, "I don't remember him having political views." You've. Uh, You've been hearing his dad for a long time. Uh, I didn't see any anything emerge until the campaign. Another friend said he wasn't political. He didn't like politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, another one of his friends said, what's surprising is that the tone and rhetoric are so, so Fox News-ish. Yeah, that's the issue. The anger is surprising. None of us would have guessed that he would have been so outspoken in either direction. It hit me strange to see this guy that I was a friend with in college all over the news in this way. And actually, a quick note on Milos. Now, this is where uh, things get things get a little dicey. Milos is his grandfather. Mm-hmm. It actually has come out that Milos was a Czech informant who was actively spying on his daughter and stepson in the uh, in the late '80s, like. Can Donnie not catch a break? No. He's this the the saddest thing is that he's just a dummy. He's like me. If I if I became the son of a president or something like <laughs> manipulated to if all just, hell. If you just annied your way into the presidency? Not me, my dad or something. Like a family member got became president, then I'm like just some manipulated dumb kid. Yeah. But he's forty. Well so when Ivana That's the saddest fucking thing. Like He's like, oh, I love my grandfather. And it's like, oh. he was actually a spy. He was using you. You know how everyone in your whole life has used you? Yeah, well, so your, was your that grandfather. One you <laughs> the one guy that. <laughs> I loved him. The yeah, one, well, he the was. One, the one guy who cared about you. Yeah, he didn't really. It was, it was uh, a fake. He was a spy, too. Well, so when Ivana visited in October of 88, <laughs> um, her Milos actually passed on to her a tip that George H.W. Bush would win November's election. And he did. 
leading the uh, literally the the the, the Czech KGB, mm-hmm. and they work hand in hand with the with the actual KGB. They're called the STB, <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of acronyms going on here. When when they gave that tip, and then he did win the presidential election. It led to the STB to deepen its activity and try and exploit Trump's proximity to the highest echelons of U.S. power. Mm-hmm. Now, it's unclear what to what degree the KGB and STB uh, shared and coordinated Trump material, but the two spy agencies worked very closely together, signing cooperation agree- agreements in 1972 and October of '86. And uh, the KGB has always been the more dominant partner, obviously. Yeah, because it has to be. Yeah. And actually, it closely monitored Trump when he and Ivana visited the USSR in 1987 when he was invited by the Kremlin. Now, the event in November 1990 was a sad one. The funeral of Ivana's father, Milos. Mm -hmm. One of the mourners was Yansa a secret collaborator who stood 100 meters away from the Trumps. And during that same trip, uh, Yansa uh, said that he actually showed Trump his collective's biotech and electronic operations, which uh, by this point, literally uh, that firm had been given so much entrepreneurial freedom in communist times, it, it, it didn't even have a purpose anymore. And they were just showing him all this, all this biotech. So he's like, oh, wow. Wow, you guys really know what you're doing. But honestly, that, that is, that is the, the final nail in the coffin of Don, Don Trump Jr.'s uh, sad, sad life. <laughs> just being manipulated from one, one man to another. So to give, you, to give you a recap before we send you all on your way. <laughs> he was born in 77. Hated. His dad didn't want him to be named a junior because he was worried he'd be a loser. Uh, once his parents divorced, he was the only one that they told the full nitty-gritty detail to, which made him hate his father. Uh, then his mom's new husband's son beat the shit out of him at home. Mm-hmm. Um, he spent time in Czechoslovakia with a spy <laughs> who he loved and cared about. But um, it was all manipulation. But I didn't even like him. And then that spy died. And then he found his uh, nanny dead, effectively. Probably killed her. And then, let's see, then he goes to college. Um, and then slowly tries, turns into Tries Trump. to get away from his dad's name, gets reeled right back in. Yeah. Is kind of given the, the shit end of a stick every single time. Bashed in the news. Bashed in the head with beer steins. Um was tricked and manipulated by Russian agents who then went on to laugh about how it's kind of sad that he's so stupid. Hey. And then uh, because of that entirety of him being uh, too stupid to be malicious, his wife is divorcing him. The same wife who uh, remembered him as the guy with the retarded dad. <laughs> so... And she was a model, so... And the other, the other sad thing is that I love that there's even... Literally, it's a quote. It's a quote from the goddamn Russian agent. Oh. It's just so it's just so perfect to me. It's the perfect ending to the story. Yeah. Where he says, uh, he's hustling. He's trying to do what he can to contribute, but 
without knowing where the lines are, he's a sad and tragic figure. And he really is. Yeah, I feel like th- if anything, that w- that's what you should take away from this. Yeah, this episode that uh, that Don Jr. is uh, just a sad, stupid person who wants his dad's approval and keeps fucking up every time he tries. That's why uh, you got to take the Ivanka route, where you just don't care. Yeah, the Ivanka route, where you just you're like, "Hey, I'm pretty. Put me in your pageants, Daddy." And he's like. That's uh, that's uh, that's my daughter. That's a go getter right there. I'd have sex with her. Yeah, like her ass is very tight. Oh, you could bounce a quarter off that ass. I know. I try every morning. Good morning, Ivanka. That's that ass that Daddy loves. You gotta do more squats, baby. But okay, so everyone, next next episode, if you uh, if you'd like it, we'll do uh, the next one on Ivanka. We're gonna do it regardless. And then I am pretty sure I can actually combine the last three children. Because they're all boring. Uh, Eric, Tiffany, and Baron, mainly because who, who even nobody really gives a shit about Tiffany, and Baron is more interesting than Eric. And Baron oh. is only nine. Wow. Eric is like thirty-five. So. <laughs> so we had like five, four loser kids, five loser kids. We'll find out if any of them are winners. Okay, we'll figure it out. Hopefully, Eric turns out to be like this eco-friendly hippie kid. Hopefully, but, uh, you know. I don't know anything about Until then, him. everyone, you got to stay vigilant and stay wild. Otherwise, uh, Facebook is going to shut down anything that's good for you, and um, we're going to fade off into it. It's going to be like a Thanos snap in here. Oh. I'm going to dissolve, and there goes the podcast. Yeah, it's just going to be <laughs> me talking about uh, some stupid shit that I read. Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, guys, I, I read this this video the other day. <laughs> About uh, about Galapagos turtles tasting good. Has anyone tried it? Okay, the lines are open. I'm, I'm waiting. It's Can gonna be like it's gonna be like all of Tim Weichelbaum's uh, Facebook Live events. Yeah, three views. Three views and just sitting by the phone. I love um, I love his podcast and his like morning videos where he goes on karaoke.com or whatever. Yeah, he's like those people are so weird in the top top left corner. Like, yeah, they look like monsters. It's weirder uh, to to do other sites, but either way, thank you all. Have a have a happy ish week, and uh, hopefully we uh, don't die. Hopefully we don't fade away into the void. I know, because at this at this exact moment, we had uh, our president receive a long letter from Kim Jong Un, which when I, when I was hearing this, I was like, this guy literally keeps in better touch with communist dictators. <laughs> And, like, powerful, <laughs> strongman dictators than yeah. he does with, like, our closest allies. Yeah, like, Germany's like, eh, that's a cunt running that shitty country. Well, you, bunch know, of you know the last uh, correspondence that he had with Trudeau, right? Uh, what was that? Uh, there, was a, there was a picture that Trudeau was in the front of a magazine yeah. that said, uh, the anti-Trump of Canada, with a question mark. He, oh. Trump ripped off the, the front of the magazine, used a silver Sharpie, and said, Hope that's not true, and signed it and <laughs> mailed it to Trudeau, saying, looking good, yeah, look, looking good, hope that's not true, Donald Trump. That was their correspondence, and he gets a fucking three-page love letter from Kim Jong-un and fawns about it all day. He's like, oh, no, I wouldn't. As he's touching himself on the on speakerphone with, with Putin. Oh, Putin, I just got a lovely letter from our good friend. Oh, Kim yes, I've been stroking my asshole with it all morning. Oh. He 
My Sharpie needed to butt over so I could have some room for the paper. He sprayed it with that perfume that... mm. Oh, yeah, I love that. That that ricin perfume is delicious. It's it's so good. (gasps) What is ricin? Dead. All right, goodbye, you fuckers. Don't eat any ricin. Go fuck yourself. No, don't tell them to go fuck themselves. God damn it.